This is Out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. We are your hosts, Tracy Berry and Angie Bowen. Al goes at Ange. It is a whirlwind, but <laughs> for... To what, put it lightly. And to put it lightly. It's yeah. a bit of a You whirlwind. could kind of call it a tornado of oh, sorts, well, I maybe. I call it a shitstorm. A shitstorm. <laughs> There's that but one, too. But let's just... It's a whirlwind. It has been. So I guess we been. need to say... I don't... I was going to say we need to say we're sorry, but we don't need to say we're sorry. We don't need to apologize. We need to say maybe just... Um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. 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 We've, we've we're happy to be back. We are happy to be back. Welcome back. You know, See, it's kind of different on a podcast, though, right? Yeah. So it's not like when we were on the radio, people would sure. listen on a certain day because that was when it was scheduled. Sure. So, uh, but welcome back, and we're yeah adding we, we to the library again for a couple of weeks. But yep, there was also a holiday in there. There was a holiday in there, and a lot of other stuff going on. Just yeah. both of us, individual. Zero professional, all the things. Yes, zero apologies. Yeah, yeah. and but we are glad to be back and recording. Yeah. So, so what's been happening? I mean, so many things. (laughs) Um, let's summarize with uh, like the the biggest uh, most what time and energy consuming thing, but a thing that I'm happy to put the time and energy into right right um there has been a we can call it a family medical environmental emergency yeah yeah and uh yeah so that happened like 900 plus miles away about 13 days ago yeah yeah it'll be two weeks tomorrow um and so that's meant like a lot mm-hmm. of coordinating of things, building of systems and managing the systems 900 miles away. Um, yeah. So far it's worked. It's just been a it's little... A little stress on you. Well, yeah, I mean, not... and it just takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, again, I, I wouldn't, I'm not even remotely resentful about the time and energy spent because sure. I've would i have and will always volunteer for that for family right. i mean mm-hmm. you just do that it's just uh, but thankfully we like we have the technology that allows me to do it like a lot of it okay. from here and you don't right? have to be right yeah. here yeah because of everything that we have now yeah. yeah so i can have the phone conversations i can have the like email distribution lists i can have mm-hmm. the uh crowdfunding sites and all these different campaigns that i can actually pretty effectively manage yeah from here so it doesn't require boots on the immediate ground right at this point yeah and now i'm like oh my god this feels like a teaser in one of those ominous like <laughs> stupid facebook posts that people put in there that are like what? if you're Tell reading this just know on. that <laughs> i could use all the extra like that's not what i'm saying no, like yeah, and those I mean, things yeah. irritate me right. um so yes my my sister and her family there was a fire at their house um my sister was not home my sister who's been a guest on the radio show yes. back in the day uh-huh. right yeah um yeah fire she was at a meeting so she was not home but my brother-in-law and their two children were home he got the two children and the dog out the cat did not make it mm. um and in the process of Getting the kids and the dog out safely, my brother-in-law sustained some pretty 
severe and significant burns. Yeah. For which he has been um, in a in an actual burn unit. He's been inpatient, like since that night, um, and it will probably be there another two weeks at least. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. There's all of that. That's sort of like the. The that's 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 the synopsis. They're yeah. uh, they lost everything in the house, like all the material possessions. There's no recovering any of that stuff. Um, but again, we're we're effectively managing from here, and it's been super cool. So I grew up in this, you know, tiny town, right? Mm-hmm. Which between ten fifteen thousand, there is a like a little state university there. Yeah. So there's an extra 10,000 for about nine months out of the year. Yeah. Um, but it's still absolutely a pretty rural, small town. Um, when you were talking about your graduating class and your high school, oh, yeah. it reminded me of my graduating, I mean, because there was 240 in my graduating class. Yeah, so yours was bigger sure. than mine. So slightly bigger Yours than was bigger than mine. <laughs> um, but so the cool thing has been to see, like... I would not go back and live in my hometown. Oh, yeah. Just because it's, I mean, it's just not my thing. Right. But I can 100% see the draw of, like, wanting to raise a family there. Sure. I could yeah. totally see it. And this whole situation with my sister, who has relocated back to our hometown. Um, from out west, like. She, I mean, all over. Well, all like, over, yeah. yeah. Oregon, there's Oregon, been some time yeah. in Puerto Rico. There's yeah. been, yeah. yeah. Um, six months, like, in san diego around yeah. california uh, but yes they recently Medical cannabis. yes they've recently relocated to there and it's been pretty amazing mm-hmm. uh to see like that close-knit small town community rally like it's, yeah it's been pretty cool to see um like within i mean it was seriously maybe three days after and after us posting like you know putting together all the systems for donation streams which are you know monetary physical goods blah blah like all of that um i mean seriously within five days for sure maybe three days um we were having to tell people we are we've got way more clothes than either the two kids or my sister or brother-in-law could ever wear so um we good like don't bring any more because right. like her friend there i was like i imagine your house looks like a warehouse or like a department <laughs> store at this point and I'm you're like go through and sort yeah and, yeah and she's like yeah can we just tell people i mean think about that like that response time like that they've lost everything mm-hmm. right and within far less than a week um we're having to tell people wow uh we have way too much stuff i mean what what an amazing problem to have right where it's like just because the outpouring was that huge like there was even um so there's a secondhand store which is where my sister's gonna want to shop all the time Mm -hmm. because she's a good hippie um like reaches out to her like the owner of this place that my sister has been in repeatedly reaches out to her and says Hey, I'll open up the shop for a few hours. Like, I'll just come meet you at the shop for a few hours on Sunday. And certainly if you can't be there, I understand. But if you have somebody you can send, and you can just come in and pick out whatever you want for clothes yourself, and we're just going to donate those. So it's like this private, like, I'm going to open up the store just for you, and you get to come in and pick what you want, and you're not paying for any of it because, again, like the donation thing. I was just like, whoa 
And then there was um like one of the owners of this little mom and pop pharmacy uh-huh. in the hometown reaches out after they hear mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, uh, if Abby or her family needs anything from us, the pharmacy, mm-hmm. we'll donate that. Just tell us. Right. And it's like, golly, like, yeah, I, I still, it doesn't make me want to live there because no, sure. it's really small yeah. and it's cold. <laughs> it's hella cold. <laughs> Uh, but like that. I this isn't cold to you. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> yeah, like not even remotely cold. Right now, it's not cold no, this you. is not even a little bit cold to me. Yeah. Um, but it's like, just to see that, and even like the the yeah the crowdfunding stuff. Um, we've had to readjust the goals a few times, especially mm-hmm. on the GoFundMe stuff, because it just keeps coming in because. People have this established relationship with my sister because she owned a cafe in our hometown oh, for, yeah, that's right. I, forgot about I don't that. know, several years. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and her, I mean, both of her parents are there, right? And yeah. her mom was a school teacher forever. And uh, so they're pretty entrenched well, in the community. Yeah, connections with, and everybody's yeah. just showing up and asking what they can do. And it's just been, so the, if, if anything, it's like this, here's this horrific thing. And it, I mean, it is horrific, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still the medical component that we're dealing with every day. But then there's Excuse also me. this, God, like, look at the people. Look at yeah. the response. So, like, there's this horrible thing that happens. But watch everything that happens after. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty amazing to see. It's been... Um, Isn't that pretty... It's, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, super cool. So, you know, as taking this job in Hot Springs... And moving from Little Rock to Hot Springs, which is a pretty big difference yeah. in population and everything. For sure. and, and of course, it's much larger than where I grew up or where I went to school all through secondary school, you know. Um, but it still has that like small town, kind of hometown feel. And it's, it's like, and of course, this is surrounding a completely different situation. Sure, sure. Um, even just the happenings in that community and to see how they all come together and support and like embrace what's happening and just um it is weird because i have kind of like equated it it's, it feels in my mind like it feels like home to me sure you know like it yeah. reminds me of growing up in sheridan i don't know if it's because of i went to college in henderson so a lot of people there in Hot Springs went to college at Henderson or Reddy's or whatever, yeah. or, or where there's several different connections and things there, but um, just make, it's cool. It's that small town America. Well, yeah, kind of and... Feel, and the way that communities come together. And I haven't, I hadn't thought about, I mean, I have separately, but like in this current stream of consciousness in our conversation right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I watched like this outpouring of this tiny town that we grew up in and god that was how i mean this is so yeah small town usa kind of stuff that's how i found out originally about the fire because i was the first in the family to find out about it and the reason i found out about it was somebody no somebody that i had gone to high school with we were in the band together mm-hmm. um she was like a nice. year or two behind me played okay. trombone totally okay, remember to okay. um <clears throat> I mean, but we weren't, like, besties. I yeah. mean, we weren't... There was no animosity at all. We just weren't besties, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I hadn't spoken to her since I left high school, which was, uh, like, 26, 
seven, whoa, geez, yeah, 27 years ago. Hadn't spoken to her, mm-hmm. right? But I get this message on Facebook for, like, seriously, first communication since I left high school with this individual. Mm-hmm. I get this message that Thursday night that said, hey, Angie, I hope Abby and her family are safe. And I was yeah. like, wait, what? At which point, yeah, I text my sister, and I don't hear anything. And I'm like, weird, what's happening? And then do, a, like, the, you know, media sleuthing. Uh-huh. And see, oh, no, she hasn't been active for, like, 54 minutes. Uh-huh. And I texted, Oops. and so now I'm going to call her. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point I called her, and she was in the vehicle that a friend of theirs was driving following the ambulance when my brother-in-law was being okay. transferred. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that happened because small town. Yeah. People went... Hey, yeah, I saw this. I know she's your sister. I'm gonna reach out mm-hmm. with well wishes because that's your sister. And even though we haven't spoken in 27 years, right? And I've had several people, like that, I've gone to high school with, that have since messaged me and been like, "Oh, Ange, I saw this about Abby. I just hope that everything's okay." And the people who step up and like share all the the crowdfunding mm-hmm. sites, and because that's. Mm-hmm. My sister, they, they don't have insurance, and we're looking at a month in a specialty unit right. with a lot of, I mean, it's just like, that's a thing, yeah. right? Um, yeah, there's going to be. It's, I, I, can, I actually can't even wrap my brain around that, yeah. and I'm trying really hard not to let my sister think about it. Yeah. Oh, so there's been like <laughs> that aspect, so there's that level of community. So these are people I haven't interacted with in 20, anywhere from yeah. 25 to 30 years, years that go, hey... You were, essentially, we, you were a member of this community. We were a member of this community together. And even though it was a long time ago, um, still thinking about you and, yeah, what do you need us to do? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, that's crazy. And then there are folks here, right? So about two, it was two nights after it happened because we had a, um, we had a pretty planned Sunday school gathering, Mm -hmm. like, with our class, which is, our class means (laughs) hang out, have cocktails mm-hmm. play games do what you do right i like your class well i mean we're kind of fun people i'm not gonna lie uh, so it was like two days after that and so i was like real in the in the middle like of figuring out what this yeah i mean it wasn't even figuring out the new normal yet it was just we were still crisis response and the folks there some of whom had met my sister mm-hmm. like on one of her passes through she had yeah. actually come to class one day just to she wanted to meet all of our friends of course yeah. you know yeah. um i can see that yeah, and so, you know, they'd met her one time mm-hmm. for probably, you know, like an hour. Mm-hmm. But again, just knowing that she was my sister and Sarah's sister-in-law, they were immediately like, what do we need to do? Mm-hmm. And then there were actually people that, yeah, it's just pretty amazing to see the response and the capacity of people because I think we probably need to be reminded of the positive aspects of that. Mm -hmm. And so there was like somebody while we were hanging out um, just talking, whatever. And this was not even a person who had met my sister Mm -hmm. on her pass through. Uh, And this individual is a public school teacher and wasn't saying, I mean, she was just listening to me and hearing about, okay, what are the organization, like how are we handling this kind of deal? Like what are the... um, And... While we're sitting there, I get a notification from one of the crowdfunding places. Mm-hmm. It says this person, who's sitting in the room next to me but hasn't called any attention to what she's doing right now or anything, right. Right. and is a public school teacher, 
who's given a hundred dollars, like what wow. we just sat there, yeah. and I was just like, <sighs> yeah. yeah, like again, we're so inundated with humanity going to hell in a handbasket. Right. Yeah. I mean, and there's yeah, there's a lot more of that than I would like to admit to, right. uh, but yeah, what starts in like this horrific thing. Um, it's sort of like, it always reminds me of, like, Mr. Rogers, right? Where it's, he said that his mother always told him, like, when you when you watch the news and you see all the bad stuff happening, yeah. uh, look really closely for all the helpers, because yeah. they're always there. Yeah. And that's totally, like, I try to be pretty mindful of that generally, but especially in the middle of this, uh-huh. and I'm thinking, how many different layers of community are involved in this, right? So it's like the okay. big C community yeah. stuff that yeah. we talk about. Yeah. all the time. Um, so some of them, it's because we grew up together, uh-huh. right, or we grew up in the same place or I mean whatever and they're showing up and going yeah we're still community like we don't have to interact every day we don't we don't have to live in the same place we don't have to spoken in 25 30 years we don't care like there's community and then there are like layers here wherein everybody goes oh my god because they know she's my sister Mm -hmm. some of you have met her not everybody has like, not everybody who has responded or helped has met her, but it's just sort of this, well, yeah, but she's your sister, and we know you, and yeah. what do you need us to do? And so there are all these, like, it's just been a really cool, again, horrific beginnings. Sure. But the perspective of watch everybody show up mm-hmm. and all of this to go, I, I think there is more good yeah. than bad yeah. I just think sometimes the bad gets louder mm-hmm. um, I think there is more good than bad it's think, just yeah. been a I don't know it's just been a um, so I've been super appreciative of it mm-hmm. right because I'm I am 900 plus miles away right. um, on the ready whenever she tells right. me to <laughs> just to be clear it's I not know. like I'm like god I, I hope I the can, rest of the community I mean, I handles kinda, this I, I Way kind of keep waiting on you. Say, hey, I've got to head up yeah. north. I'm I'm deferring 100 yeah. percent to my sister. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I want to go to help, but she gets sure. to decide what is help, right. right? Yeah. Um. But it's cool to watch all of these different layers and levels, and all these different, all the different communities that come together for a more united purpose. Like yeah. it's, and it does. I mean. I guess kind of selfishly. Um, it does help me being mm-hmm. 900 plus miles away. And then I go, yeah, but look at this. Yeah. I don't have to be boots on immediate ground. I don't right. have to be boots on the same ground. Because, wow, look at all these different layers. Like, look mm-hmm. at all these different communities. Right. Unifying. And only being concerned about the commonality. Yeah. Which is what brings them together. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter that I haven't spoken to them in 30 years. It doesn't matter that we weren't even close when we did. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, they met my sister one time because mm-hmm. they're like, but we know you. And, yeah, it's been kind of a... And Abby and I have talked about it a yeah. lot, right? Yeah. Where it's like this um, overwhelming... She says that she's surprised. And I was like, I'm not surprised because you've always been very yeah. active beloved mm-hmm. members of any community yeah. you've ever been in. So I'm yeah. not surprised. Um, she's like, yeah, but definitely humbled. And I'm like, oh, 100% humbled. Because right. that's, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. Um, 
But it's a pretty cool thing to watch. And, like, I think it would be cool anytime. But I think it's maybe a little extra meaningful. Mm-hmm. Again, when I don't think we have a lot. Um, a lot of coverage. Like, we're not hearing a lot in the media about all the good stuff. Right. And so I think it's no, always significant. Always, yeah, really have to pay attention to. But I think now it's like, no, this is like a, this is, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a good reminder. Right. Well, you know, so I posted something today on Facebook because uh, Scott McGee posted it. I didn't realize that it was the, I guess, anniversary of my Angelou's yeah. death. Yep. Wherein, you know, she was talking about being a rainbow on someone's cloudy day. Yeah. And it was, I mean, that to me, that kind of, I think that kind of... For sure. Same thing as, like, you know, we all go through hard times. Yeah. It, it could be, you know, something like this with your family. It could be a death in the family. It could be loss of a job. It could be, you know, the ending of a relationship. So many different things that it could be. And it's like, so, I mean, just... Even though we might have differences, we might not believe in the same God. We might not, you know, yeah, all these believe in any things. God. And believe but, in any God, yeah. Um, but we still, you know, need to have each other's backs. We still need to to be positive and and not focus on those differences, but fo- focus on just being, all the commonalities, the commonalities, and just do being good and doing be decent. You know, don't be a douche. Good. Don't be a douche. Be a decent person. Be a decent like person. It's, <laughs> it's not that difficult. You know? Yeah. Well, and that, so, let's kind of, so you and I, we, we went to, um, we went to the movie. We went TNA, to some, go to the TNA movies. TNA to the movies. <laughs> TNA, go to the movies. TNA, go to the movies. So, um, Boy Erased mm-hmm. uh, recently came out, and they actually playing it here in Little Rock at Riverdale. Well, it's through, like on, through the second week now, through, for yeah, sure. Like it's, it's been on yeah. for... And, it, and it's going through like this, maybe December 6th, I think. I just yeah, I think that's what I looked at. To yep. our stylist. Yes, our stylist. <laughs> to let her know. The official stylist of um, TNA. Yeah, the official stylist of TNA. Uh, but so, Boy Race is playing at Riverdale Theater. Um, and Angie and I finally got the chance to go watch it tonight. And... I purposely, so we spent some time together since we've watched it, and I purposely did not talk about the movie right? so that we could have a super authentic conversation. Very organic and authentic yeah. reaction, reaction to, to TNA how we felt go to the movies. About the movie. Yeah. So, Jared Connolly. Yes. From Arkansas. I was going to say, he's an Arkansas boy. He's an Arkansas boy. Um, father was a preacher. Mm hmm. Mother, of course, very devoted preacher's wife. Mm-hmm. And they basically send him to this pray away the gay yep. place. The ex-gay camp. Yeah. So he has a book, and then now it's on the big screen, this movie, Boy Race. I have not read the book. Well, it's a book, so I haven't read it. Right. <laughs> I mean... But now I want to, even if it's like book sure. on... Like, even if it's... I have to listen to it. I know. I'm not the best about reading either. Um, it is what it is. I have to listen to it sometimes. But I would really like to read or hear this book. Um, read or have it read to you. <laughs> or have it read to me yeah. after seeing the movie. So, 
I think that we can kind of, so in talking about community and talking about family, community, um, being there, differences, commonalities, all this kind of stuff. So this movie, man, I've never been a part of like I, I wasn't I didn't come out until later in life sure I, there was no way I was going to come out when I was younger uh, well Baptist, probably Baptist for all Church, the reasons that Baptist Church for all those he got sent that, away that were the same away. reason yeah for sure and um, I look at that though and I think God like I wish how great for him that he was able to be strong enough mm-hmm. to like be like ah, you know this isn't right no no, no, really, this isn't this isn't right kind of deal. Because I wish, so there's many times, and I hate saying this because I don't want to regret anything. It's all about your story, right? We live our lives. We have our stories. Because I, I mean, there are several times that I, I wish that, like, when I was however many years old, when I felt it and I knew it, that I had the whatever in me to say. The gay. You know? You know, no, just yeah. the the... Inner constitution or the like strength, just to say, you know what? No, say the ability. You know what I mean? Ability to say and not be a people pleaser, or you know, like I don't want to disappoint, um, kind of person to say, you know what? No, this is who I am, and I'm not going to suppress it, and that's okay, mm-hmm. you know. And instead, you know, several years of whatever, but um. Again, this is completely organic, and so I'm kind of trying to figure out where I'm going with this because, you know, and, and seeing how the end of the movie, and I might be going too fast, so stop me at any time. I'm like, talk whoa, about spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert, no, end of the go, movie. I won't go to the end of the movie, but um, it just, because again, I did not experience what he experienced. Like, I didn't experience that judgment to that extent as a young person. Mm-hmm. Definitely didn't get sent away anywhere. But there were pieces of that that made me think of situations within my own family and life. That I was like, uh, man, like, that's tough stuff. Yeah. And, and it made me, like, want to be able to say, look, here's the deal. This is who I am. And either we're going to be able to talk about it, or, like, like I'm not going to be, I'm like, you're going to lose me. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, this is, and of course, this, this is who this I is am. surrounding the holidays. So we got Thanksgiving, we got Christmas coming, yeah. we got New Year's. So we have several people within our community that are unable to go home to their families. Mm-hmm. Um, or they go home to their families. It's just that super awkward, like, surface-level kind of thing. And so they put everything else to the side just to be able to be with their families. Um, so this is what that movie made me think about. Oh, for sure. Being this time of year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was... So it was, what struck me most about my reaction to the movie... Um, was how little relatability I had to it. 
And, and so I felt that during the movie too. Yeah, I was just kind of like. Because we've talked about it before. Because you didn't have to go through. No, were, it's it's were, so different. Like it's yeah. just culturally different. So this is not like a. I want to be very clear about this. This is not me saying the North is superior. This is me sure. saying it is so culturally different. Mm-hmm. Um, the pervasive nature of religion that exists in the South doesn't exist in the North, and so again, that's not a that's not a it's, a it's not a comparison or a superiority inferiority yeah. thing. Like it's just a it's just very culturally different. Yeah, um, and so. I was sitting there watching, and I was like, God, yeah, like, because I can, it's a great movie, it's clearly based on a true story, um, certainly in my practice, I see mm-hmm. people who have gone through the things represented in the movie, like, yeah. to various stages, so I, I mean, from that aspect, mm-hmm. uh, but I also was super struck by, wow, uh, yeah, this is not a thing that, like, I directly had to grapple with. Really, yeah. I mean, and again, I mean, I grew up around a lot of Catholics and Lutherans, so they weren't like pro-gay by any stretch right, of the imagination. Yeah, no, uh-uh. um, but in terms of how pervasive, like how that infiltrates your day-to-day functioning in the culture, like it, it was just super different. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, what I was trying to do is, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, like I, like I get it again because I, as much as I can. Uh, because I I know people, a lot of people, and I talk to people, and personally, professionally, whatever, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I understand that. I was just like, but, yeah, I don't really, like, I don't have the same frame of reference. And then I was like, oh, my God, but, yeah, imagine if I did kind of deal, right? Where it's like, so then I start thinking about, because we all know my brain is wired differently. Yeah. Like, we're all very aware of that. <laughs> yeah. That has very little to do with where I grew up. That's just my brain is wired differently. So then I start thinking about, oh, so they do this. So this this movie is going essentially in limited release, right? So it's right. like, we're going to try it here and see how it goes. And if mm-hmm. there's um, if, if enough people ask us, right, mm-hmm. uh, we'll show it in this market. So it's limited release. So then my brain, because it's different... Starts going, so here's what I'd be really interested in knowing. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested in knowing what is, um, outside of the Bible Belt, what do those releases look like? What okay. do those, like, what does that attendance look like, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, versus in the South, mm-hmm. right? Like, what do those releases look like? And then I start thinking about, so here's some potential you know, here's some potential differences aside from cultural, right? Mm-hmm. Where you go, mm-hmm. uh, so up north, it may be like, God, like, I can't believe this happened. Which is kind of like, how I felt about, I'm going to be real honest, how I felt about racism when I moved here, right? So my thought, okay. like, I get here, and then I, I'm here for a very short period of time, and I go, oh, shit. Right. The stuff I read about in history books? It was like, real. Well, not, I never doubted that part, <laughs> oh, okay. but in my mind, it was in a history, history. book and it was done. Right, okay. And then I got here and went, that shit ain't history, like, this is still happening yeah. here. So it's like, like that kind of, like, whoa, that realization. Um, mm-hmm. So then I would wonder about if, like, northern audiences are, like, the humanity and I can't believe that this was ever a thing. Sure. And, I mean, it's Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe and Joel Edgerton, like, it's 
like big name actors it's focus yeah. feature right so like are they gonna appreciate it from the more artistic element right that it's a good story and it's told well yeah so is that the draw up north versus south is the relatability piece because i know somebody or mm-hmm. 20 somebodies yeah for whom this could be their story right yeah. so it's like right. the, what what would be the difference in the draw there i think about that and then i think about when we sat in there and granted there are probably a lot of factors for this which in it was it was a matinee on a weekday right so that that can affect attendance and it's been out for two weeks here but like all that stuff but we were by far the youngest people in there yeah in that screening so then that causes me to go so how cool is this, though? Mm-hmm. Um, because the other folks that were in there, and again, there weren't a lot, but again, it was matinee, yeah. matinee and a weekday, so not everybody has the same flexibility. Yeah. Um, but I was like, they, there were male-female couples who were older, which had me go, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So we're, by appearances, and I don't know, I didn't ask anybody sure. their story. There was not like sure. a an exit poll kind of thing yeah. right but i was like by all appearances we're the only gays sitting in there <laughs> yeah. they were like what appeared to be old hetero couples sitting yeah. in there and i was like well good on them for going yeah right because right. they would be more aligned with the generation of the parents in the movie who sent the kid away who had like the more the most significant more significant religious conflict generational conflict yet here they were showing up to watch this movie which i thought was super cool yeah because i was like oh that's not i'm not sure i I didn't really think a lot ahead of time about who else might be in the theater because i don't think about that but when we got in there and i was like how interesting that these don't they're they're older yeah and appear to be like cis hetero yeah. older people how interesting that that's mm-hmm. that's who's sitting in this movie with us right now mm-hmm. like a, and i was just kind of like i i mean i would kinda give them kudos wonder, like, right those like parents of right or, you know because I, I tell you right now i wish my parents would watch it and i'm 45 years old Oh, for sure. Like, to me, this is really, um, yeah. I'm watching it and it made me think, um, for the Bible tells me so. Like that Netflix, like that uh, documentary yeah. uh-huh. that you can now get. Look, it was, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That part right there where intersection of faith, but also a child's identity and yeah. what wins out in the end. Because as I'm watching that, as I, so let, I'll take you through. So as I'm watching that, I was like, at first, I was like, I wonder how many of those people around him, because obviously he's still here with us. Yep. Um, but I wonder how many of those people are still here, and how many of them yep. took their own lives, or you know, whatever. Yeah, because there's a little graphic at the end that said seven hundred thousand. Americans like LGBTQ Americans have been affected by conversion right therapy reparative or conversion therapy right. so immediately I was like 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder how I many. How many those. I kind of waited for that to come in at the end, and it uh-huh. didn't. So, with yeah. you. Yep. I mean, 36 states that still allow it. You know? And, and I'm it's square up like, in my field where I'm like, just what in the actual hell is like, wrong with you? It's amazing to me, you know, because, I, I mean, I still consider myself a Christian. I don't go to church all the time. I definitely don't go to the church that I grew up in. Um, but to see some of those scenes and just the way that they use the Bible <laughs> and Scripture to just be, I mean, just like as a like weapon. Yeah, that does make me that part want to me made me want to right read read like the book where I'm like and emotionally, and I was like, are you flipping? I mean, like seriously. It did make me want to read. Like there was one, spoiler alert. Plug your ears. Thirty seconds. There's a scene wherein someone is literally beaten with a Bible. Right, trying yeah. to beat the gay out of them with a Bible. And there's part of me that goes, I should read the book because I want to know if that literally happened or if that's like, yeah, you know, the dramatic irony of the that is yeah. beating him out yeah. of it with the Bible. It's like that part I want to know. But I saw that scene and was like, I'm not sure that that wouldn't happen though. I yeah. mean. I'm not sure at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It was... <clears throat> yeah. That part, because it reminded me of not being literally beaten with the Bible, but literally sitting in church and hearing words come from a, a preacher's mm-hmm. mouth, from a leader of a congregation, you know, or from a, a Sunday school teacher's mouth, you know, telling you that this is wrong and... God won't love you, basically. Seriously. You know, and that's like... And that, you know, it's like, really? Because does God not love really anybody? Yeah. You know what I mean? For for a religious person that believes in God or whatever. And so, to hear that... And so, it just took me back through all this stuff. Because, again, I was not sent anywhere. You know, I'm sure that there were thoughts of me being a lesbian well before I ever came out. But I tried my damnedest to not be right who I was, and to have this cover of what not I wouldn't even yeah. call it a cover, but just to be like a that different person. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, no, no, to I can't, try I can't, to can't. be air quote right with God, right with God, right. You try mm-hmm. to be somebody that you're not, yeah. which is fascinating premise by itself. Yeah. Right to be right with God would mean you had to be somebody that you were not, Yourself. like. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, so I did. I wondered. I'd sat there and I was like, like, I, I get it again as as much as I can, uh, but with a super obvious, uh, it likes another layer of privilege where I didn't grow up in that environment. Mm-hmm. But I sat there going, ooh, I wonder what this is like for T-Bear. Because this probably more closely resembles, even if not sent away, like the pervasive yeah. mentality that this is wrong. I did immediately go, oh, I, wonder, I wonder what it's like for yeah. like folks who did grow up in the Bible Belt with this culture to sit and watch this movie. And we've heard, I've heard from, I'm sure you have too, people from our generation or older who can't bring themselves to go watch it because they just feel like yeah. it's going to be such a hard thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, yeah, I didn't... Yeah. Well, I think it definitely brings up stuff of, like, 
just wanting to, I don't even know, like, not disappoint. Mm-hmm. You know. Not go to hell. Not go to hell. I mean. To not disappoint, to not, like, I don't even know how to Shame the family. Well, yeah, yeah, shame the family. I don't even know how to explain it, really. It was really just like, man, like, that's where all my issues come from. You know, that, like, that, like, sh- you know, that constantly striving to be that perfect yep. person um, that you think everybody else wants you to be, you know. And, of course, for you, too, because growing up in a, in a home, my dad was never active in the church ever growing up. My mom was. And my mom was like the VBS director, the the Baptist study, whatever, Sunday nights teacher, the Sunday school teacher, the children's church director. She, did she was all, all up things. in the she Jesus. She was all up in the Jesus. And my grandmother was too. And, you know, my, my dad wasn't. So it was like the moms, like my grandmother and my mom, like that's... When I view them, I view them as like the the glue of the family. Sure. My grandfather wasn't around. He he passed before I grew before I was born, and my dad just wasn't active in the church at all. He made sure we went with my sure. mom, but he never went with us. Um, but just being entrenched in that, of course, yeah, it was like the I don't want to go to hell. The devil, that doesn't sound like a good place. I'm going to burn. Well, it's I mean, hurt. they made it like, as scary as possible. Like, it was just like all this stuff. But then also just like, just not wanting to disappoint anybody. You know, just not, yeah. just wanting to be that, like, I'll be ever I need to be, even if it isn't for me, but for everybody else. You know? It's like, I think that still kind of affects people in their later days, like just like, Still wanting to, even though I am completely out. Like, if, if people don't know, then I am a lesbian. And then they I'm ain't paying attention. Stuff, they're not paying attention. They ain't paying attention. Obviously, I'm completely out. But there are still, I think, pieces of, like, I still, like, want my parents and other people and family members to be proud of me, right? Sure. And I think oftentimes I strive too much for other people's like approval. acceptance or yep. approval and not as much as my own of myself um which I was just thinking about that on the way over here you know and it's like my parents will post all day about my new position and being outside and the sporting world and all that like yes will they share anything as far as out in Arkansas no. 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 You know? And so it's the same thing. It's like me choosing to go see them for Thanksgiving or to go spend time with family on Christmas. I have to know that when I do, I'm going to hear about what's going on in everybody else's life. Yeah. And I'm only going to be able to speak about certain parts of what's going on in mine. And it's like, as much as I love my family, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, it's like, do you really... Because I felt that a couple years ago. Oh, I remember. Kind of the end of the movie tonight was like, ah, of course, I fucking love my family. I don't want to spend it away from them. But at the same time, like, if I can't be my complete self with my family, then really, how 
genuine or um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. Is that time that well, I'm yeah, spending the, with them? Yeah, it's, you know what how, I mean? How like, authentic how, is how it? Like authentic. If, if I have to be somebody else to be accepted by them, then automatically it's less authentic for me. Yeah, like it's the go along to get along thing, and what what is that? I mean, what does that mean? Like mm-hmm. it, I don't know that. I mean, is quality time, like true quality time, ever a result of go along to get along? Like probably yeah, not, no, right? Like yeah. that's a. So so as you were saying that, I was like, oh my god! So here's. Here's what popped into my head. Okay. So I think most, not everybody, most people strive for uh family approval right Mm -hmm. um and so there's like this um this idea that we need to be like or we at least strive towards trying to be perfect people Mm -hmm. right so i think that that's probably nearly universal a distinction i think that happens when raised in the bible belt and again this is by only observation yeah so Universally, kids try for approval to be the perfect person, right? Don't want to disappoint people. Yeah. Perfect person. Okay, so I think Bible Belt kind of like you, you kind of have to double down, right? Yeah. Um, because perfect person here, 98 times out of 100, also means perfect Christian. Mm-hmm. Right? So then right. you're like double down and you have to be the perfect Christian, perfect human like it's a whole additional layer mm-hmm. that's present here so i feel like yeah it's not universally now, perfect people after yeah perfect people not disappointing but then it's like double down because perfect person here equals perfect christian and if you're less than that not only you disappoint the family but you're also going to hell so it's like yeah i mean those stakes are a lot higher than just i disappointed my parents yeah I disappointed my parents. Oh, I disappointed God, and now I'm going to hell. And mm-hmm. I think that I think that that's kind of that's what appears to like the the difference. Where I'm like, oh yeah, I feel like most people carry the fear of disappointing people, right? Yeah. Disappointing family. But I think you the stakes get a little bit higher and doubles yeah. down because here that also means well, not disappointing church and God church or and how well, that's I taught also to think you. That rolls over into your personal life on several different levels because then it's like you know in the relationships and stuff and and feeling as though you need to be that perfect person and expectations and Mm -hmm. and the feeling that you don't ever want to be rejected or turned away or like if I don't do this then that person isn't going to love me because right I'm not good enough yeah. I'm not the perfect person because I'm this person kind of thing. Because one slight like misstep, you're going to hell. Yeah. That's what I get about I mean, religion you know, in the South. You know, even though you're not going to hell, you know, right. but, but one but slight misstep, then it's like, oh, then it's over. Like, they're going to hate me forever if I just, if I don't put the dishes in the right place. <laughs> like but the right, but it's like emanates. Like, like seriously, weird. it emanates from. It's really weird. I do. I do think it. Can, I think it emanates from perfect Christian, like has this bleed over. And it's, I mean, here's the thing. We're getting way more philosophical than I thought we were going to get. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's it fine. Is, it is what it is. So we're, having that, we're having a whole session. Because, Ugh. I mean, that gets into like, I, I mean, I, in this whole conversation, and I've known this for a, a minute, not very long, 
Because of course I'm like therapy is good for everybody, and yes, I need some. I need to do a little bit of this. You can believe in Jesus and have a therapist. Yes. that's what like, I'm telling it you. It doesn't mean that you're a weak person. It doesn't mean that you can't handle things. It it's just it's good for anybody and everybody. And of course I'm 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 a complete believer in that, and I don't do it enough. Me too. <laughs> oh, I do it a lot though. You know, because... And I don't do it enough, and I admit that I need to find the right person for me, and I haven't. But you know, I was. Someone suggested EMDR to me. Oh, uh, did I do it? Because I there's a couple people, and you were one of them. I've been through it as a client, yeah. and then got and I had never. It, so yes. And then of course it never dawned on me because I was like, um, I was like, why would I need that? I don't have PTSD on about anything. Like no one's ever attacked me, or no one's ever. I've never <sighs> been through these experiences. And yeah, then when she about explained this it to me, then I was like, oh, it had never dawned on me that how experiencing that as a young person caused some PTSD, caused my thoughts of inferiority or thoughts of not being good enough or caused some, um, like, just some insecurities that can completely, like, um, work on you in other areas. Let me say two things about that. I'm going to go into my mental health brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mental health training, which I probably always had the brain. Thank God we got it trained, right? Um, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say about that. So I, I operate from a different definition of trauma. Mm-hmm. And either through arrogance or by empirical data, I think mine's right. Um, <laughs> so my definition of trauma is this. And the, the reason that I point it out is because of what you said, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't yeah. have anybody attack me. And I go, right, because I think our definition of trauma is wrong. Right. I, I really do. So my broader definition of trauma is if you experience or directly witness anything that fundamentally changes the way in which you view the world right so if you've had this here's what i think the world is and kind of how it all works Mm -hmm. and then you experience or witness something that calls that into question and makes you go oh hell like no i don't think that's a given i think that's a trauma okay so in my mind right so the old definition or older or working or whatever definition Nobody attacked me. So that's like, that definition of trauma is you needed to be in the building or know someone in the building on 9-11 to qualify as a trauma. Um, And I'm going to say, those of us who sat at home and watched that shit unfold on TV, the way in which we viewed the world changed that day. Okay. So to me, that's why I adopt a broader sense in Mm -hmm. like from a treatment perspective. Right, right. saw something experienced something that changed how you view the world boom i'm gonna call that a trauma Mm -hmm. so there's that part i would yeah redefine it that way so if we redefine it that way i again i think it's more accurate i also think that it means more people have experienced trauma than what they recognize Mm -hmm. right so then it plays out on all of these all these different levels. Mm-hmm. So the second point I would make is, so the the quote-unquote missteps, right? Um, 
Hmm. Tell me what, you know, from your uh, Baptist, Southern Baptist upbringing, what happens to an imperfect Christian? What happens? All like, right, what's, well, I mean, what's they, what we're usually told? They go to hell. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you can misstep personally, right? Mm-hmm. To a certain extent. But, if you misstep as a Christian, that is a one-way ticket to hell and it's mm-hmm. non-negotiable. Unless, so, if those two unless, things... Unless you confess... And like. Unless you confess and <laughs> repent and also repent, never do it again, do it but again. but if what you're taught no, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. who you are, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So put those two things together, yeah, and say, uh, so I don't immediately fall under this whole thing that I've inherited and been spouted at me. Yeah, that makes me imperfect, so I'm probably going to hell. Wait, I'm going to hell for just because of who I am. So I've directly experienced or witnessed something that changes how I view the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a big stretch to understand why many people, I mean, I keep saying the South. I mean, it's it religiously conservative. Mostly, yeah, the majority Religiously of. conservative upbringings could experience this. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, I don't, I don't feel the need to lie about the fact it's pretty pervasive in the Bible. Right, no, no, right? Yeah, like it's, right. It's yeah. more pronounced here. So, mm-hmm. this is not me saying that Jesus traumatized Christians. This is me going, maybe some Christians who had a more narrow view mm-hmm. um, of imperfection, which is contained just in the uh, the identity of humanity. Yeah. It's probably not a one-way ticket to hell. Right. But I don't think there was a lot of gray area that was negotiated in the more conservative denominations. No. It was, oh, we love you. You're our child. But let's just change you. Let's just make sure. This you know, love the sin. This thing like, isn't, you know. Love the sinner, hate the sinner. We love like, you so much and we're going to help you change. <laughs> we love you as our child, but we don't. I mean, we can't completely love you this way. But we can help you change. We love you. We're just sure afraid we... <laughs> of how God's going to feel about it. Yeah. Because he's been pretty know. clear. And yeah. also he hasn't been more, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, no, and then, you know, again, I was never like specifically told that by parents or anything. You know, just being in the church constantly and hearing different um, sermons and things just that definitely stuck in my head for the longest. But, you know, I think that kind of brings us around to... Um, friends and family, you know, like that, that community, family, family, you know, that we've, that we've experienced. Yeah. Like you've experienced on several different occasions, but especially lately with your sister and how everybody has just like come to your support, um, that oftentimes friends are more family than family. Well, I mean, because family, you don't get to choose, right? Like, you're born into it. Right. As opposed to the family, or the chosen family, which are, I get to choose you people. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't have a choice in the family you're born into. Right. Um, But I think you do have some element of choice going forward in who you would otherwise choose to construct, like, a secondary family. 
mm-hmm. right? Like where it's, and I do excellent lead in because I'm like I feel I'm gonna give a little shout out to my boy Sean that you know, yeah, yeah, and his wife Jenny that on Thanksgiving, you know we've here at Casa Bojan we've had the gay giving is what we call it, uh, where we invite the strays and gays folks who don't have places to go for all of the reasons that we're talking about right, right now right. um and so we had talked about doing that this year but then things happened and i was like no can't do it. like yeah. i and even if other people brought all the sides which has happened before i was just like yeah but also no like i don't even want to clean up when people yeah. leave like i i got nothing yeah. um sean has invited me slash us for years for as long as i've known him yeah. it's like if you guys aren't around come here this year, I was like, I'm going to tell you what. My boy. I, I call him my B-fam. Brother from another mother. That's what uh-huh. I call him. It's my B-fam. I'm like, tell you what. I have one of those. We're about to, yeah. We're about to roll up. And I was like, what do you want us to bring? He's like, nothing. Like, bring you. You got a lot going on. Yeah. We just want you to come over. That's that chosen family stuff. Where I was just like, God. Like, man. Again. How fortunate am I that his thing was, come here, we'll do all the stuff. Yeah. You just come, you hang out, we got ping pong, you can do whatever you want to do. We're going to have football, ping pong, whatever you want to do. And I was like, <sighs> I felt more relaxed yeah. than I ever would have back home with family mm-hmm. that I was born into. Like, I know I was more or less like zero expectation, no tap dancing around all the other dynamics. Like, just go. Yeah. And be. And I was like, dude, how flipping lucky am I that I have that? Yeah. Like, chosen family is not a lesser family in my mind yeah. at all. Yeah. I think generally speaking, but absolutely for our LGBTQ community. Like, it's yeah. it's not lesser. No, I, not I, at all. Yeah, and this is—I know this is a, a tough time of year for many. Yes, in our community, and you know, I know that there are different different churches and different groups that have things that invites everybody in. Um, so if you can't have time with your family, because several in our community, right, even if they chose to, wouldn't be able to, right. Um, and so there's that, and so you know, I. And you could probably speak better to this or give better feed or techniques or options on how to handle that from a mental health aspect during this time of year. Because um, it, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. And it's hard. It's a thing. Yes. It's a very depressing time of year for many. And so it's like, how, how do you get over that hump? How do you, because, because it is, because in the South, you know your blood, and it is such a big thing um, to go home to your families on the during the holidays. You know, I mean, it still is for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I struggle with that. You've you've been here with me for the last two years, and I don't even have it as hard as many do. Right, like because I can go yeah home, um, but many can't. So, what are some things that maybe you would suggest for people to do? Like, because I know that there are different church communities not sure. everybody's involved in church um but i feel like there's resources and things out there and 
so I can boil it down to two, like, super simple points. Okay. Right? Um, where point number one, go where you are loved for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, self-preservation is not selfish. I think if you combine those two factors and make choices from there, you'll be okay. Go where you are loved for you. Self-preservation is not selfish. It's actually necessary. Yeah. And it's not selfish. Yeah. And I think if you can find yourself wherever those two things in combination bring you, you're good. Yeah. We can make it, you know, super complicated and about a whole bunch yeah, of other things, but I'm like, go where your love for you yeah. and self-preservation is not selfish and don't let anybody tell you it is. Right. Because it's not. It's not. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sure that you were looking for something more in depth, but that no, just seemed no, like, no. <laughs> no, no, man, do these two things and you're hey, cool. I'm all about simple, man. I mean. I'll tell you right now, I'm all about simple. No need to make it difficult. And because it, it, I mean. I think a lot of times it does seem a lot harder than than what it is. And understandably so. But I think if you can focus on those two things, then yeah, you're right. Then you'll be all right. You know? Yeah. And it won't be such a, a dark time. You right. Know? It can be light. It can be it lighter. It absolutely yeah. can be. Yeah. And sometimes it's just shaking off expectations, specifically expectations that other people have of us that mm. were never fair. Which is why mm-hmm. self-preservation is the key. Mm-hmm. And it's not selfish. Right. Not at all. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be back. Me too. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. And Bay's glad to be back. Bay is so yes, glad to be back. and no. You're such a sweet girl. She's yeah. a, a very sweet puppy. We hope that, you know, everybody's doing well over this holiday season and with all the cold weather coming in, it makes me want to like cuddle up at home cold. all the time and warmth and all the things. Cold. Cold. <laughs> it's not cold. Watch your pools up in here. But you know, if if you need some resources, um, if you need maybe some help trying to find some place to go for the holidays or maybe something to be involved in. If you want to reach out to us, send us a PM on our Facebook page. Um, you know, I'd be happy to, because I can't tell you right offhand where to go or where to do what. Well, and everybody's needs are different. But everybody's so. needs are different, but I would be happy to to help you find that place or that thing or yeah. whatever. And so, I mean, definitely reach out to us, and um, we hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving, if you don't celebrate that, if you do, whatever. I mean, I'll eat all the pumpkin pie I can. I ate and slept. I mean, literally, like, it was eat, sleep, repeat. Well, that I'm entire sorry. day. <laughs> but, um, anyway, don't be afraid to reach out to us. That's why we're doing this. That is 100% that's, why we That's do why we're doing this. We, we get to hang out with each other, and we might do a little drinking while we're on here. But um, we do it definitely for for more reasons than that. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Share us. Talk to us. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. 
and show up be, and tell us what to do. Yeah, show up. Let I mean, but know kindly. It, kindly, yeah. I mean, be nice. You know, be nice, but, please. Yeah. Let us know what, what you need. And yeah. we'll do what we can. We'll do what we can. For sure. Yeah. That's about that. Till next time. Till next time. Till next time. Have a good week.